Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast, because Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'd be listening to right here. On the YouTube's youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Or if you're catching us live, we're at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Follow us there. Hit that sub button on YouTube. Hit that notify bell. And if you're listening to us in the audio realm, we love you too. Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really goes a long way towards helping the show. We appreciate it. Isn't that right, Larson? Yeah. That's right. Everybody who pays attention to anything we do is great. Absolutely. (laughs) Anybody (laughs) that pays any attention to what we do. Any. They're just great. The slightest bit of validation is always welcome. Even <laughs> yeah. just to show up at our YouTube comments to talk trash. Hey, you know what, man? We uh. passed a hundred. We're, we're at 102 subs right now. Oh, wow. On That's the Twitch. Cool. That's amazing. We were like way less than that, but a week or two ago. We were way less than that. And now we're, we're up to our ears in it. We have viral amounts of subs now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about AEW. I'm trying to think if there's anything uh, that I need to note. No new patrons no, since no our new patrons. news brief earlier today. We're filming this right on Wednesday it. night, man. This is kind of new, too. We're filming on Wednesday night. Fresh off. all sorts of new things. Fresh off. I, I, I like this, though. I kind of like do get get watch AEW, then plow right into the podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, you're not into it? No, I'm totally into it. Mm. Let's watch right. it get it done. Plus, on top of that, I mean, there's nothing preventing me from having a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning, but I feel more responsible from having a beer at 8.30 at night. Remember, you're you said, man, you're an adult. You can do what you want. Did you ever used to do that uh, with me and Mo and Jeff back in college? We used to post up at the student union and uh, scope out the bar, see who was having beers at 9.30 in the morning. No. We knew they were the ones who had, like, the tough classes. Oh, yeah. They were drinking <laughs> the stress away, huh? Yeah, man. We were just film students. We didn't have any tough classes. <laughs> no, it was a charm life, man. Anyways, uh, AEW uh, broadcasting, of course, from Empty Arena. Uh, what do you think was the standout moment for AEW? I've got my favorite moment, uh, but I think the standout moment was probably the face-off between Jericho and Hardy, right? Yeah, it was pretty. It was there was a lot going on there. It was equal parts cheesy. It was mostly cheesy. Yeah, no, it's uh, not equal. It's like 70, 75% cheesy. 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 But there was some good meaty stuff there. Yeah. It went on a bit long. I felt like they could have cut like three minutes from it and it would have been more effective. So I feel like they were trying to prove that they, people don't need scripted promos. And in the process, they might have proven the point that sometimes you need at least some bullet points or some scripting. You, Matt Matt is actually really good improving, especially when he's in character. Yeah, he's got that character down. I don't think the issue is scripting versus non-scripting. I think it's they walked in and says, "All right, you get 15 minutes from the segment." When they should have said, "You get eight. I think there was allotted too much time. This way, they kind of spin their wheels a little bit. 
Yeah, that could be. But, you know, I mean, that's that's the same thing. Okay, if they say, hey, we've got we're going to give you guys 15 minutes and they come up with something that'll fill 15 minutes. And that's that's where spinning the wheels is. They should, just, have done, they should have done more teleportation. Uh, <laughs> I was, called that. that I was totally the, called teleportation, man. And our our uh, friend of Club TV today <laughs> in the show, and I said Matt was going to teleport. Yeah, that was that was the worst. My dad used to do that same trick when he went back when he had like the VHS recorder. Yeah, what's well, what they used to do in those old Beatles uh, 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 videos? Yeah, sure. So yeah, did. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Jericho's hair is slightly different in each yeah. cut. For the yeah, that was so stupid. So they did. They seem to be number one. They seem to be down more people this time. Uh, I mean, well, they there were seem on. to be more limitations in that. So there's no one ringside. Yeah, they were backstage betting and fighting and arguing. And also, it felt like the scrum at the end mm-hmm. should have been uh, more people. Uh, yeah, there was just what six of them. There was, I I think that there was five. I wonder if we can, I mean, maybe this will come out, maybe it won't. I think there's probably some additional limitations that Mm -hmm. the city of Jacksonville perhaps has. Well, that seems obvious. Maybe they're saying, Hey, uh, we'll let you do it from daily place. That can be your hole up, that can be your headquarters for now, but. We can't have people ringside being all in each other's business, or you can only have a certain amount of people. Uh, because, you know, obviously, first off, JR, Excalibur, uh, and Taz, they weren't there. Mm-hmm. It was only Tony and then Cody. I thought Cody was great on commentary. Yeah, by the way. Cody. I love the Bill Watch reference. That, that, that popped me. Oh, I loved it. You know, he was making all sorts of, of references here and there. Uh, Kenny, I thought, was really good on commentary. I really like Kenny on commentary. Yeah. They just yeah. needed to boost his mic a little bit. So I'm in my head. So of course, during the Dark Order stuff, there was just a creeper that came out, or maybe two, with Birdie Lee. And at the end, the, the the brawl, if you will, was the five participants. And then you have Brandy, you had the trainer, you had uh, the ref. So that's eight. Yeah. At least two camera people. Mm-hmm. It's ten. Yeah. So maybe they got to do what they can with ten people. In the in in the ringside vicinity, in, in the area in that area, yeah, because they had people, they still had people betting on stuff, but they were all backstage in like a green room of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dasha particularly was popping me big time because at first, you know, I was even watching, but it was on the little, it was on the little picture in picture, and and I heard Cody say, "What's Dasha doing there?" And I had completely forgotten that Dasha had anything to do with mm-hmm. AEW, and I was like, "Who is that lady right there? What does she do? Who is that?" And then she got closer. I was like, oh, my God, it's Dasha. And she's going crazy. She showed more personality in that one picture-in-picture segment than they ever let her show on WWE. Got that right. What the heck? Uh, so, anyways, I mean, you know, there was obviously, like, there are no Young Bucks. There's no Hangman. It, this was bare bones. Yeah. It's like Kenny an episode like, of Next Kenny Generation. Kenny wrestling basically with one hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, it, it was what it was. They did what they could do. It didn't quite have the energy of last week's show, but you can't. There's really no way to replicate that short of having people ringside bring yeah. the energy to it. Well, I'll be honest with you, man. Here, here's the thing: when I'm watching this, and I'm, you can see the look on Cody's face, and it says it all. It says this is that we are holding on to this with with like you know transparent tape, with not yeah. even duct tape, no, with like, like the cheapo tape. tape, right? So like, and you could see it on his face. He has like a, a small, like a, a a smirk across his face that says, "We're on TNT. It's our freaking third month or fifth month now, and this has to happen." But therein lies the charm. Brandy with her, you know, uh, uh, ring announcing what she did last week. Uh, you know, all these guys are working their asses off. Just trying to put on a fun show. And I'm not saying that WWE's not, but WWE has, you know, they've got uh, resources out the ass. Mm-hmm. In AEW, it just comes across. And I know, look, I know they're financed by a, by the son of a billionaire. I understand that. But at the same time, man, it feels like it's friends trying to just do this thing as opposed to oh, this obligation that we have to get to yeah. by next, you know, but until this is all done with. So on that alone, I was like, man, you have my attention and I know you guys are doing your damnedest 
And they still did what they could. I, I really enjoyed I'll be honest. I liked Cody versus Jimmy Havoc better than the match I thought I'd like more, which is Kenny Omega versus Sammy Well, here's Guevara. the thing, too, is, is, is even though, yes, AEW is financed by the, the, the son of a billionaire, uh, they still have that kind of DIY attitude. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and uh, they still have that kind of uh, uh, insurgent attitude. You know, they're they're the, they're the force oh, that's trying yeah. to chip away at this giant corporate monolith known as WWE, and it's it's hard not to root for someone who's doing that, putting putting their 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 butts on the line every single week, yeah, um, uh, taking risks, uh, all in an attempt just to provide a little entertainment um, in this day and age. Hats off to, to AEW; they're the absolute best, yeah, number one wrestling promotion in the United States. No, I love them. I think they're great. And it, the thing is, also, this is where I thought this is what I thought you were gonna say is that even though the dude is the son of a billionaire, they are obviously sticking to a budget. Yeah. They are not just throwing money hand over fist at every problem they have. They are trying to be creative with stuff. Yep. And I thought tonight was was a very creative... The uh, highlight of the whole show was, uh, was Brody Lee channeling Vince McMahon. That was okay. the highlight of the show. So I'm glad. I don't know whether or not to make that the thumbnail, but I really want to. Him with the giant with the giant steak, dude. When okay, so I didn't I didn't put the Vince thing together with the steak, the sneeze. Oh, it's the sneeze. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's it. That so, dude. I had not ever heard a story, but this has to be a thing. Yeah, Vince the sneezing. I know, but Vince at dinner and commanding somebody not to finish before he's done. No, I've not to finish, not to start. Until he's done. <laughs> not, not to start. Not to start until he's done with his. That's got to be a story, right? That's got to be a story. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that one's got to come out. When is Brody going to get on talk as Jericho? Because I need I that damn story. I know. I know. I did not see this. And yeah, okay, screw it. This is going to be our thumbnails. We're going to talk about it at the head of the show then. I did not see this coming, man. I did not think. He said, he, you know, he's sitting there eating a steak. And I'm like, this is great already. Like, he's got yeah, a suit yeah. on. He's like well, more of a mob boss. And he keeps on referring to the new Dark Order. This is the new way of the Dark Order. Yeah, and it wasn't like it was a supernatural thing, which is kind of what the expectation was. It was yeah, it was very much mob boss uh, talking to Silver and Reynolds, uh, obvious underlings. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, uh, and then yeah, the steak stuff where where, where Silver is about to cut into his piece of meat, and and Bertie Lee's like, how, "How dare you? You don't start until I'm finished. Get out of here!" And then yeah. Alex Reynolds, "Hachu!" sneezes. <laughs> Bertie Lee's beside himself. <laughs> Just tells him to get out. Oh man, that was so good. I and, and the, you know, and the funny thing is, so like I've seen some people on Twitter, and I understand the sentiment. But as long as you're creative with it, because I don't want this to be some one dimensional thing where it's just him doing Vince out of spite for Vince. And yeah. I don't necessarily want it to be a satirical thing. But what else is it? I mean, there's it, it's it's out there now. That's it's well, gonna... I mean, I mean, there's. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll... This, this thought just occurred to me and. <laughs> It doesn't make a lick of sense, but I'm gonna put I'm gonna try to put it together. Okay, good. The the new dark order, the NDO, NWO, and you know, NWO, NDO. NWO, <laughs> okay, sure. All right, NWO. Yeah. Um, so you got Yeah, I can't quite put it together yet. That's there's fine. Something there. That's fine. No, you, there's you something know, there though. Usually you have a day and usually you'll come up with something. I there's don't know. there's we, there's there's something they're referencing. I mean, I know NWO is you know different company than WWF Vince. Um but there's something they're doing there where they're maybe poking fun. Even, you know, NWO back in the day was, oh, hip, cool. Again, yeah. insurgent group. Yeah, financed by billionaire Ted. Uh, and the whole point of that wasn't necessarily to create a, a new hip thing in wrestling. That was kind of a byproduct. The idea behind it was to put WBF out of business. Mm-hmm, there's yeah. two billionaires or two near one billionaire, one near billionaire at the time. Uh, 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 you know, like uh, having a having a, uh, a pissing contest essentially, mm-hmm. and see who would who would who would give up first. Um, and so it'd be interesting to see if the Dark Order, if at first is a supernatural thing, now we get a hint of a, a mob thing. But really, what Brody Lee is is not a, a supernatural entity. He's not a cult leader. Um, he's not even mobster. He's a, a, a psychopathic billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his character. And the Dark Order is not. It's 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 uh, the the whole self improvement cult aspect of it is just a business venture on Brody Lee's part. 
Well, it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see. Because, yeah, I, I would like them at some point maybe to watch The Master and veer towards that as opposed to just sort of doing Vince stuff every week. Um, well, I think I think I think we'll, I want it to take on a life of its own. Basically, I know, but I think I think if they're getting away from, uh, like the pure supernatural <laughs> cult leader thing, mm -hmm. and I kind of like the idea of like this isn't so much a, a spiritual or yeah. endeavoring to be a spiritual organization. This is a business. Mm -hmm. Well, I like the idea. No, and that's the thing about the the master, which is like a it's it's a retelling. It's a it's a it's a it's, a, it's the birth of Scientology. It's referential to, yeah, to exactly. It's referencing L. Ron Hubbard and the birth of Scientology, how he basically uh, enacted a business in order to, uh, the front of it was a religion. And it continues to be a religion to this day. Yeah. Even though it's a, you know, watch, watch, uh, what is it called? Clean something? Going um, clean? Get going clear? Going clear? Getting clear? Is that what it's it is? a documentary on HBO or Showtime. It's, it's fascinating. It is, man, it is fascinating. Uh, but I think if they, it, it's one thing to sort of start with Vince McMahon, but if you want, like people asked us last week, what's the ceiling for Brody Lee? If you want that ceiling to grow and people to take him seriously, you know, he had a dominant performance in the ring tonight, mm -hmm. obviously. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you want to, if you want to keep that going so that he maintain, he keeps on being a threat, the parody stuff is going to have to give way to something a bit more serious. Oh, obviously, obviously. Well, at least the parody stuff's going to give way to something more multidimensional than yeah. uh, uh, AEW's uh, attempt at doing uh, the uh, Vince equivalent of the Huckster and the Nacho. <laughs> right. But as far as just a one-time pop, oh, my oh, God. Fantastic. <laughs> Don't. Especially when the sneeze happened. That, that man. And here's the thing. I, I've seen enough of AEW to know. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to and, next week. And also, hats off to Brody Lee's performance. He nailed that. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely nailed it. Mm -hmm. That was pretty fantastic. That was pretty great. Uh, but anyways, let's just get, get into this now. The uh, the episode uh, kicks off with Kenny, Cody, and Tony. They're all at the commentary. Uh, and uh, Cody has is, is got his gear on already. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they intro the show. And, uh, you know, they're, 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 rolling, they're rolling with what they got tonight. Yep, previewing the match, matches for the evening. Yeah, first match, as you said, Cody was in ring gear prepping for match because he had first match against Jimmy Havoc. Uh, Jimmy Havoc is is kind of been the main event of Dark, undefeated, three and zero. Oh, is that uh, is that the year, fact? I okay, okay, I haven't seen Dark. I'm, I'm I know sure they referenced it tonight. I don't know if he's the fact right? though, the main eventer of Dark, but yeah, they they referenced that. I think they referenced it tonight. Yeah, they did. Okay, three and zero in singles competition this year. So early on. Uh, Kenny and, and, and Tony are, are constantly making reference to Jimmy, uh, not necessarily discounting his technical credentials, but saying, uh, you know, he's a guy who likes to inflict punishment. Uh, you know, he's known for the hardcore stuff. Um, and so, but early on, it's not that mm -hmm. it's technical wrestling. Like wrestling. Yeah. Uh, after a bit of that, Jimmy goes up to Cody, shakes his hand, bang, sucker punches him. <laughs> and that's when he starts cutting corners. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because shortly thereafter, uh, Cody hits the Cody cutter, follows the figure four, and Jimmy's trying to get out of it and just pokes Cody in the eye. Mm -hmm, yeah. That's why he breaks the hold. No staple gun, sadly. I was kind of disappointed by that. Yeah, dude. Uh, you don't. You never know how many. Like, do you? Do you really want to be messing with blood in this day and age? Well, you Bad know, optics. they were brawling up on the stage, and Jimmy puts a headset on to talk trash to Kenny, and he grabs Cody by the tongue. Okay. No. Yeah. Him. Okay. You went. You're right. You're right. You totally went on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So shooting a couple staples at somebody is, is <laughs> relatively harmless in, in relation to grabbing somebody's tongue and then punching. Good point. Them. Good point. Um, and then uh, uh, so that happens. They're back in the ring. Jimmy hip tosses Cody into the turnbuckle twice. Cody's kind of selling the uh, Jimmy's in control for a while until uh, Cody backdrops him on the stage. And then Cody does the thing where he runs back a long way. <laughs> Where's he going? Is he going delivers. home? Yeah, no, that was great. Uh, delivers a, a clothesline. Uh, uh, sending Jimmy back in the ring. Kenny was uh, Kenny was so fun on commentary here, mm -hmm. especially uh, for the for the the end segment. I thought he was really good. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, Cody's going for another Cody cutter. Uh, Jimmy counters that with an arm bar. Uh, Cody gets the ropes, uh, and Cody goes for a crossroads. Jimmy escapes that. Continues to work Cody's arm. Eventually, they find themselves up on the top rope. Cody hits a reverse suplex. Follows that with two crossroads, and he hits the first one. They're like, "Oh, done." That's it. And then he picks him up for another and like, whoa. 
This is new, aggressive Cody, even though he's done this before. Cody needs to calm down. Yeah, Cody needs to calm down. He needs to keep his eyes on the prize. <laughs> oh, he only hit two. He, he settled himself back down. Um, <laughs> so he hits two crossroads to get the win. And then we get a Jake Roberts promo on the Tron. Um, uh, he's talking about the uh, birth of AEW um, and why they didn't call him one of the greatest minds in professional wrestling history. I'm one of the greatest minds in the professional wrestling. They didn't call me Caesar. And then he says, uh, uh, I want, we want to meet with you, Cody. Sign something. Set up something. Uh, and let's do it. I really so I feel like this was this match. This was really cool. I really like this. And they, so it showed up on their Tron, but then mm-hmm. they, the, the TV feed cut to the actual video mm-hmm. and it was really well, it was very, very simple, but very effective. Mm-hmm. It was just like a, like a, a camera in front of them and a camera like he was sitting in front of a fire a or something like that. Yeah. And there was a fire there. Exactly. Some red light. It was really, um, it was pretty well done. It's Jake, you know, he's, and he's it's got Jake, the gravity exactly. to hold anybody's attention. The cinematic stuff works so much better for him. Like his his initial promo, obviously oh, was, was really so good. was really great. I think that that the the follow up interview the following week uh, was kind of bogus, but uh, but the, the 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 stuff in the the pre film stuff at Darby Allen's house, the you know what the oh, backyard that was good wrestling too, yeah. stuff that was awesome. That was great. Yeah. That was yeah. fantastic. The interview I thought was kind of bunk, but this was really good. I think if I think if you stick to what Jake is. I think if you if they're learning sort of okay what things are more effective with Jake, you know the pre-film stuff obviously is great. The dude comes off like a freaking Hollywood character actor, mm-hmm. um, and then you know just straight up promos when he's on the mic uh, mm-hmm. work really well too. Um, so we go to commercial, we come back, um, and uh, Tony's asking Cody about Lance Archer, and he says, "Well, I, you know, I know of Lance Ar- Archer. I know his work. Uh, his body of work here though is non-existent." Mm-hmm. And uh, what's Lance doing thinking he can start at the top, Cody, um, without a body of work? Um, and says, but we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, but you'll, Lance will debut next week. So the yeah. idea is Lance has to work his way to a match with Cody. He said, well, it's funny because he kept on hemming and hawing. He said, uh, he was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe he, he's got to start at the bottom like everybody else. Or I don't know. Maybe he will fight me. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe he'll fight me first. I don't know. In any event, yeah. listen, this is what's going to happen next week on Dynamite. How about this? He debuts. Or the next Dynamite. Whatever. It was yeah. good. I liked it. It was he, he was rattled. He was a little bit rattled. But he mm-hmm. was all, he was defined. I thought it was really, really good. He was defined. You still had the front that he had his, had his stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. After that, we had a terrific Darby Allen video package. I feel like maybe he had a bit more time on his hands because this felt probably by far the more the most cinematic one we've seen. Uh, there were a lot more shots. Uh, a lot. There's a really cool uh, uh, score to this. Yeah, the voiceover um, was really well done. Yeah, yeah, it was really well done. So he had it was Darby. He had. By the way, I want to know if this is like his shoot car. It's like a busted up old van. It's a truck. Was it a truck? I thought it was a yeah. van. It was a truck. Okay. He was, he was dragging the the body bag. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's truck. right. Uh, but in any event, it was a busted up old jalopy. Uh, and uh, and so yeah, he was like at one point he was like dragging a body bag. He had like a table and he had all the masks of the inner circle. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about a uh, Kip Sabian. Yes, they have they have a match coming up. Oh, they have a match coming up right after that. Yeah. And then so he put all the masks. He was wearing them. Took it off. Slapped them on the table. Uh, poured gasoline all over it, lit on fire, and he said, "Tonight I'm going to sacrifice Kip Sabian for the sins of the inner circle." My only, the only thing here is this thing was like a real work of cinematic art, and then they go right without a cut, without a fade to black, they go right into Kip Sabian's cheesy Tron full screen on my TV, and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, that's Kip Sabian," because all of a sudden it looked terrible. His little logo of his face is just screams indie worker. He needs like a professional designer to design him something cooler than an that. upgrade what's that he's an upgrade I, I i think so he's terrific though he's got a great he's got a great look he's got a great head of hair for his age 
Yeah. Uh, like, you know, he's a real superstar. Yeah. And the, the, the chemistry between himself and Penelope, Penelope Ford is fantastic. It really is. I would watch this guy all day. Real super. I just realized you were making a bunch of references to uh, Austin Theory. He's got a great head of hair. Yeah. Yeah, Kip Sabian does have a, a great head of hair. He's a good-looking dude. He's a handsome dude. Yeah. Uh, this so, was a fun match, too. It was fun early Man, on. Dar- hold on what? a second. Wait, then we got back up here. Every week I see Darby Allen. I know I already nutted all over his freaking video thing, but goddamn. I'm telling you, man, this kid, they're going to ride him to the freaking moon. Yeah, when, if they build him properly, when he wins that world title, he's gonna. it's going to take AEW to the next level. I'm telling you, he's got that kind of charisma. Well, that's what, uh, what Cody was saying. He's comparing Darby to a young Sting. Yeah, it's totally true, except Darby Allen's got more charisma. Yeah, I know. I love Sting, but come on, you know. Yeah. And JR on Twitter said uh, Darby is a combination of Jeff Hardy and Sting. Yeah, boy, who wouldn't who, who wouldn't want to be high that? praise? Plus, high he's praise. like better looking than both those guys. Um. So, anyways, uh, early on, Darby has Kip Sabian uh, set up against the barricade, um, and uh, Darby charges him. However, Penelope Ford pulls Kip out of the way. Uh, Darby goes crashing into the barricade. Kip maintains control for a while until Darby slaps the hell out of Kip Sabian a bunch, hits the stunner, gets the two. He's got control for a while, and Kip drives Darby into the corner. Uh, he regains the upper hand, starts working uh, Darby's lower back, and that's something that Cody mentioned on commentary is during commercial while we didn't see it. Um, after uh, Darby went to the barricade, uh, Kip was working lower back, and that would play into the finish of the match. So uh, Kip has advantage. He misses in Sagiri. Darby looks for a suicide dive, and then Penelope Ford steps in the way. So Darby puts on the brakes, realizes where Kip is, you know, like hones in on him. Bang, suicide dive. Best suicide dive. He and Ray Phoenix have the best suicide dives. They should have a suicide dive off. There you go. So uh, Darby's on the apron. Uh, Penelope Ford grabs his ankle. That allows Kip the opportunity to hit an insigiri, a draping suplex, gets a two. Um, And then uh, seemingly Kip uh, has the advantage. And kind of out of nowhere, Darby uh, locks in kind of a knee bar, rotates Kip over, does uh oh, what do you, what did Cody call it? Gibson leg lock. Well, Darby he, he said it, it was he, call, he called it a couple things. He called it like at at one point he called it it was like there was some variation on figure four leg lock. Yeah, he said depending on where you are in the country. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, it's called Last Supper when Darby does it. Uh, it's kind of the thing where he does a figure four, but then does a a, a jackknife cover on that. That gets him the win. I guess the idea is his back was too damaged to go for coffin drop. Therefore. He relied on Last Supper to get the pin. I'd seen him. He's done this a couple times, but everybody kicks out. This was, I thought this was. he's done it prior. It was a really fun looking move. Mm -hmm. Um, And to get the pin like that, look, my thing is this. This dude needs to start right now thinking about longevity. And that coffin drop, that coffin drop is not going to extend your career at all. Did you notice Cody was talking about Darby before the match started and said, yeah, it looks like, uh, uh, gosh, how would he say exactly? Darby's really. Stretching it out in the incline. Talking about his pecs. Mm. He's getting more <laughs> pec meat. Oh, yeah, man. So maybe Darby will go full Will Osprey and, and double his muscle mass in the next uh, year and a half. Uh, that's a lot. Will Osprey is huge he now. He is jacked. He is huge. He is jacked. And it's almost uncomfortable. But I do, I do think that if Darby wants to, like, solidify... Look... I think being a smaller guy and winning the world title, even at his size right now, I'm sold. And I know you've been yeah. sold for a while. I haven't yeah. been. I'm sold now. That being said, if you want to make the real money, you got to start getting on the gas. You got to start juicing. No, he's not to get on the gas. Your he just has gills. To keep I'm, hitting that I'm joking. I'm joking, but I'm joking. But meat. Yeah, but, you know, a little bit of meat ain't going to hurt you. No. Um, but Will Ospreay, he, <laughs> that picture of him. That thing, it was like the wrestle talk thing. I sent it to. It's like this guy is just ungodly. Well, he sent. He was. He put a picture on Twitter. If he's like in 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 uh, he's sheltering in place. I think in the United Kingdom, and he took a pic. He put a picture on Twitter of him with his shirt off. He's enormous, <laughs> enormous. He's not a junior anymore. Yeah, he's been watching that uh, Scott Steiner workout video, man. Man, gosh, he was huge. 
Uh, I, was, I mean, like, you know, I'd seen him wrestle in a while since uh, he lost the belt to uh, Takahashi, I guess, Wrestle Kingdom then. Yeah. In a couple months. I felt like he's put on like 15 pounds of muscle in two yeah, months. Just pure muscle. <laughs> that big. It was comical, that picture of him in the Wrestle Talk thing, because he's wearing like the tightest t shirt imaginable. And he just <laughs> he looks like he's just. Just blown yeah, up. He's massive. He's huge. He's huge now. That's good though, because like hopefully that means he's gonna stop the all the wrestling where he's gonna break his neck. Well, here's the thing: he could do that stuff. He doesn't. He doesn't have to do that all the time. That was yeah, the right. Issue. Exactly. Yeah. Bust it out. Look, bust out the cop and drop for pay per views, man. You only have to do it four times yeah. a year. Yeah. And then and the dude, thing about Darby is he's got he's got quickness to spare. He could probably put ten pounds on and still be pretty like quicker than anybody else. Honestly, like I'm kind of sad that he for whatever reason doesn't use that cool stunner of his as a finisher because mm-hmm. it's awesome and you could do it at his at his size especially you can do it out of nowhere and it looks mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. yeah so. he's so dang crisp yeah he's man he's so much fun uh next we had jake hager taking on chico adams chico hey, hey chico. chico uh this went about as, as would it be expected uh jake hager made pretty quick work of, of Chico hits an Uranagi uh, right into the arm triangle and uh, Chico passes out. Chico uh, was red in the face, man, when he was in that arm triangle. He's holding his breath, man. I think that was legit. He's really selling it. I think he was uh, John Moxley, surprise. I don't think he was advertised to be there. Ran down the ring. They're brawling. Mox hits paradigm shift. This is actually pretty cool. Hits a paradigm shift. He gets up and Hager more or less no-sells it. Yeah. Uh, grabs him by the foot right into the ankle lock and then Mox does the thing where he flings uh, Hager out of the ring. Swung that title at him, and his uh, his zipper was undone too. Yeah, it might have been. So you texted me. I tried to pay attention. I definitely could have. Either been. his were... zipper was undone, or there's a weird stylistic choice with those weird pants that he was a weird military. You know what? I'll say this. I have a pair of pants that even when the zipper is up, you know the little flap of cloth that covers up the zipper. Um, yeah, there's like a, a weird wrinkle in it that I can't ever get out. So it's constantly like rolled back. This was much wider. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. So it looks like if, if you're not paying attention, my zipper could be open. Those but pants fact, are goofy, though. His pants are goofy. Like a bunch of it's random ass military patches it's all over much. him. Anyways, yeah. Hager leaves, and Mox is like, oh, yeah, run away. So we go backstage, um, and we get a Mox promo. He says uh, he's cleared, medically cleared. He's out for blood. Um, says whenever he fights Hager with the title with this title on the line, uh, Hager is leaving on the stretcher or Mox is going to die trying. Easy win for Moxley yep. there. That's an easy dub. Pretty much. But that's good. I mean, that's a, hey, they've built up Hager pretty good, so that'll be a fun match. Yeah, it'll be all right. Uh, let's see here. After that, we had, uh, they sort of did a, a, another Brody Lee video package recapping Recap, yeah. what he did uh, last week with his debut. And then we got, we talked about this pretty extensively, oh, but man, we'll just go so the beats good. here. So it's a Brody Lee promo. Basically it's a film thing where he's in a room. He's got, <clears throat> he's got, he's at a table sitting at a table. Oh, he's yeah, got like a, a delicious, oh, it looks so good. Delicious steak in front of I'm him. running out of food. I haven't, I've been two weeks. I've been to the grocery store really to be, do a full shop. I'm going tomorrow morning and man, my, a lot of so my good. anxiety has been relieved because I stocked up a Winco today. Yeah. Probably stocked up on the C virus too, but whatever. Did you ever wipe down your, your groceries? Yeah, I did kind of, but like they're already put away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta do it like right out of the right out of your stuff. Right I mean, out of the bag. It, it is it dude, I'll put it this way. If it's down to me having to wipe down my groceries, I'm screwed. Cause I mean at that point, like it's everywhere. I just I'm just, I'm probably I'm probably just gonna get it. I'll be all right. My immune system's all right. It's Anyways, all right. he's he's eating a steak <laughs> and uh he's got silver and rentals. I think it's good enough. He's got yeah, sil- you get sick like once or twice a year, maybe. What's maybe. that? You get sick like twice a year. Your immune system's fine. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I might look like a fat piece of shit, but on the inside, I think I'm. No, your cardio. Good. You got strong lungs. I know that. You I, run. I got I run. your cardio's good. I run. I walk fast. Anyway, well, still, you, it's raising, elevating your heart rate. You're, 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 you're getting a quicker breath. That's good for your lungs, for your yeah, heart. Yeah, I do stuff. You're a ticker strong. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he's got a uh, Silver and Reynolds in there with him. <laughs> and they've got some food in front of them too, and he's like eating his steak. He's like, oh, oh yeah. He's like, you know, we're doing things now. We're doing things a new way now. Things people are gonna be afraid 
of the Dark do Order. What we want, when we want. Yeah. And, uh, and so, new Dark Order. New, 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 new Dark Order. And so, uh, hold on a second. Silver is shiny, bald, bald guy, yes. Silver. Yes. He st- he's about to dig into his face. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I haven't even... You wait till I'm finished before you start your food. Get out of here. Right? Yep. And so I'm yep. cracking up. And I'm texting him. like He's like a mob boss now. That's cool. And then he starts talking to Reynolds. And, he, and Reynolds sneezes. Oh, uh, he loses it. And he loses it. And tells uh and tells Reynolds to get out. Gosh, that was good. Oh man. Full oh, that bench. was good. Good for them. Let them let them get Brody. Let let the, let Brody get this out. Yes. Let him get it out. Yes, in a healthy, creative way. After that, we had QT Marshall. As Apparently somebody, Cody's best friend in wrestling. That's what Cody said. That's what uh Matt Hardy referred to him as QT Marshall. <laughs> Either him or Jericho. One of the one of them on the podcast, that's what I heard. They said yeah, they've got he's got you know he's got QT Marshall over there, and I was like, is that actually how you pronounce it, or is he just being goofy right now? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's just Marshall. It's Marshall. That's Anyways. what Cody said. Says his best friend in wrestling. He didn't last very long. No, this is again QT got a brief little bit of offense, but in the end, yeah, uh, uh, Brody Lee wins with discus lariat. I'm not huge on the, the Sister Abigail shout because it's awkward. It doesn't flow. It doesn't flow. And you don't need to be that much into the whole, hey, I just came from WWE thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and last week, he his pants were too big. Mm-hmm. This week, they were too small. Not only were they, did you notice they were high waters? Yeah. They were high. Yeah. And like his butt was really protruding. Yeah. So a middle ground. Like maybe last week they were 38s. Now this week they're 34s. Yeah, maybe. the 36, man. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Cody uh, compared uh, Brody Lee to, to Kevin Nash mm-hmm. during this match. Oh, I missed I missed. But I in a complimentary re- way. Yes. I failed to re- reference this earlier. Uh, uh, I think it was during the Derby match where he made a, a Bill Watts reference as far as uh, he said he Bill Watts them in terms of suicide diving him, <laughs> not where the mats were, where the concrete was. <laughs> That's right. And that popped Tony. He appreciated the Bill Watts reference. Because yeah, Bill Watts all... was a guy who came at WCW, said, you got to move. Remove the mats ringside. It's Suppose real. Concrete only. It's, it's real. It makes it more real. No, you're just going to have people hurt. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, but then it's, um, a, it's a DQ if you get tossed over the top rope. So in theory, no one's supposed to be out there anyways. Yeah, but you know, in reality, people are out there all the time. Yeah, no. Uh, and then he also referred to a, a, a Penelope Ford, Penelope Ford as baby doll. Yeah, that's a reference. He's there. making all NWA. sorts of. Then he, he was NWA. He, he was dropping some Star Trek references out there too. That was great. That was good. I'm yeah. sure you appreciated that bit where uh, Tony said that Cisco is his favorite captain, and, and, and Cody's reaction was great. <laughs> he was only a captain when he was he had his own ship. Oh, man, I, I got to find a way. I got to appeal to Cody and be like, hey, listen, man, I've got a Star Trek podcast with my friend Tim. And then sometimes Jeff gets about ah, between the audio version and the video version. It gets about a thousand a thousand hits. Why don't you just come on? Just come on the show. We'll talk Star Trek for an hour. I'm sure he would love it. I'm sure he would have a good time doing it. But yeah. he's a very busy person. He is. Um, uh, at the end of the match, after Brayley wins, uh, the creeper that joined him ringside uh, dropped a mask on QT. Yeah, so they're trying to they're trying to recruit. Well, that's one thing that Brody said in his, while he's eating a steak is there's power in numbers. Mm-hmm. I think he wants to expand the scope. Well, that he's going to try numbers. to sign every wrestler he possibly can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so my thing is this: I wonder if they can get. They can sort of have their cake and eat it too. Is use the Dark Order as this great sort of grim analogy for the WWE, but at the same time, make it like a really cool one that that fits within the storylines and 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 comes off as like a legitimate threat. Yeah, I mean, if know? they if they if they focus on Brody Lee Exalted One and kind of follow the cult personality idea of Vince, where some people are just you know anything and everything WWE does, they 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 hail it as the absolute best. Yeah, um, focus on that kind of stuff indirectly maybe occasional maybe directly and yeah i think that could be pretty fun yeah i think it can be and even more like, i'll be honest videos. even if it's not i'm here for brody lee doing vince mcmahon's story i mean his performance tonight was fantastic 
It was so dang good. <laughs> I got to so watch fun. it again, man. I got to watch it again. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Next, we had a health update on Nick Jackson via the West Coast correspondent Vanguard One. Yeah. So Vanguard One flies up to Nick Jackson. He's doing some burpees in his garage, and he notices Vanguard One is there, and he's he's trying to grab it. Yeah, this is um, and so it said he's around sixty two percent recovered. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is I kind of you have to appreciate they don't they don't mind getting weird with this shit. Like, hey, this is the situation we're in. You ain't got no fans. We can got like. You know, no interviewer. We've got one actual commentator and then a couple of wrestlers mm-hmm. like Billy Gunn's there <laughs> and his kid. Mm-hmm. You know, Sean Spears was milling about backstage. Yeah, there was a fight that broke out back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was some fun. That was pretty clever stuff. That was pretty fun. Uh, then we had uh, our main event match. It was uh, Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega for the Mega Championship. Triple A's mm-hmm. uh, top title. Was around the waist of Kenny Omega, and he defended That's against a hell of a looking, a good looking belt too. That belt looks fantastic. I swear to God, I thought it used to be smaller. It's huge. What? It's a huge belt. It's I know. A big title. Maybe it I did. Think. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was when. Uh, Ray wasn't Peter it smaller? It. it was smaller, wasn't it? I thought it looked different. Yeah, me too. Uh, this is a fun match, though. I feel like the second half of this match was um, sort of picked up the pace quite a bit more than the first half. No, maybe not. The picture of uh, John Morrison with it and looks the same. Really? Yeah. Uh, who had it prior to Kenny? Ray Phoenix. Maybe yeah, they made John it Morrison. smaller for him. John Morrison with it and looks the same there. Here's Dr. Wagner Jr. with it and looks the same there. Uh, hold on. Well... Yeah, okay, no, with Ray it looks huge too. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's. I see one picture of Ray Phoenix with it, and it looks huge, and he's small, so that makes sense. Yep, same belt. Yeah, okay. 
Mandela effect, man. Maybe, so, I mean, dude, it's AAA. Maybe one of the things that we saw, they just swapped out for like a small title because somebody stole the other one or something, you know? Yeah, someone left it at home or in the hotel room or something. Some weird AAA thing. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, this was a fun match. It got kind of a, a, a slow start. Uh, you could tell Kenny wasn't quite, his hand wasn't quite 100%. He even said that on Twitter. Um, he had like a brace on it. He has a broken pinky. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you got any sort of uh, bandaging or brace on one's hand. That's going to be a target for your opponent. And that's exactly what Sammy did. Just yeah. going after Kenny's bad hand with ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression. And so Sammy, when he comes out, he has a couple of caricatures. One of a Star Trek captain, says the captain. Another one of, I don't know, it looked kind of like Scott Hall, maybe. It said, my friend. Okay, so yeah, I didn't know if you knew who these were supposed to be. Because, like, they looked at the Star Trek one. Okay, so there was one that said Brandy. Yeah. And so I figured the other ones would be caricatures of, like, Nightmare Family people. Yeah. Or elite people. But I don't know who the Star Trek guy was. The Star Trek guy supposed to be Cody. Cody has blonde hair. Well, I mean, it was just pen and ink. So, you mean, it was the hair. The hair was colored in. It was colored black. Oh, all right. Yeah. And it didn't look like, I mean, look, sometimes caricatures don't look like the people that they're caricaturing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That being said, this still looked nothing like Cody. So, maybe, I don't know. I'll, I'll monitor chat here. Maybe somebody in chat knows who these people are supposed to be. Yeah. So, at one point... Like before, you, there's a commercial break. They go to it, and like Sammy's out there, and he takes the picture of Brandy's off, and is like literally licking it, basically mm-hmm. kissing it, and using tongue and stuff. Um, and the cut to Brandy is a great shot where she's rolling her eyes at him. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, later on, Sammy goes over by Brandy, starts kind of trying to flirt with her. Uh, she slaps him, and then Kenny like hits uh, Sammy's back, uh, gets him back in the ring. Uh, frog, it was hustling into the ring steps a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits a frog splash, gets him a two. There's a sequence where it looked like Kenny was reversing Sammy was doing into a tombstone, but then Sammy reversed that into an arm bar, working Kenny's bad arm. Kenny gets the ropes. Sammy attacks the arm some more, tries to moonsault it. The mm-hmm. arm misses. <laughs> Kenny chopped the living hell out of him. Oh my gosh, that was yeah, loud. That was really loud. That was so dang loud. That's the best thing as far as I'm concerned, these empty arena shows. Chops a full volume. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Give me a Walter match in empty yeah. arena. No, that's awesome. Give me a Walter match in empty arena, please. That'd be great. Uh, Kenny. Can, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kenny goes for the you can't escape thing, and uh, Sammy bites him in the hand, falls with the pop-up kick to the back, gets the two again, keeps working the arm. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny goes on a bit of a comeback with some double axe handles, gets a two, Katara Crusher, another two. He goes for a Snapdragon. Sammy reverses that to a double stomp, then a standing shooting star. Two count for Sammy. Uh, then Sammy hits a springboard cutter. Kenny rolls out of the ring. Sammy drops him with a corkscrew tope. And then Sammy tries to do a springboard thing. Instead, Kenny catches a powerbomb, flips him over, Matt Riddle style, V-trigger, uh, goes for a J-driller. Sammy escapes that, hits a Spanish fly. Two count for him, goes for a shooting star press, misses that. Kenny hits a V-trigger, goes for another. He does you know, the thing where he sets up with points, points at his opponent. And when he sticks his finger out, Sammy bites him. Yeah. Uh, Kenny shakes it off. V triggers him anyways. Uh, Sammy does like a feast your eyes. Uh, Kenny just responds with a knee. J driller gets two. Uh, and then he hits a V trigger. One winged angel for the win. It started slow, but the second half it picked up pretty it, dang good. Yeah, it did quite a bit. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, it was. They a gave really it about a half match. hour. They gave it a long time. I know. Yeah. They started, yeah, they started around like 6.15, I think. Mm-hmm. They went to like 6.45. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I feel what you're saying, though. Uh, after that, we had Jericho and Matt Hardy's face-to-face. Uh, Jericho comes down, and uh, one of the cameramen evidently is a huge Fozzie fan. Mm-hmm. And he was the person this time to be the crowd singing Judas. Yeah. And it, Jericho takes his camera and puts it on him, and he's singing. It was a really cute moment. Jericho seems really tickled by that stuff. Yeah, he does. Uh, so, anyways, Jericho gets in the ring, and uh, he, you know, basically calls out uh, Matt Hardy. He's got the he's got a lapel mic on, mm-hmm. um, and so it was like a little bit low at first, and they eventually brought it up. I mean, there there were a couple of technical glitches, but I'm like, that's got to be expected. They're probably even working with the skeleton crew in the production yeah. truck, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he says, uh, Hardy, you pledge your allegiance to the elite. Uh, I'm gonna give you a chance to join the inner circle. Calls him out. Instead, Vanguard One comes. Uh, to the ring, and then this was Jericho, funny. 
cuts a promo on Vanguard One. Yeah, uh, calls him piece of shit. Yeah, piece of trash. In the in the day, I still re- respect you, Vanguard One. And he says, uh, "Now I, I I offer you a spot in the inner circle. Um, all the power will lie in your propellers." <laughs> yeah, that's what He's got like, me. You'll have a bunch of Instagram uh, GoPro drones flying around wanting to be with you. Yeah, uh, only the, the the finest bubbly will fill your gas tank. Yeah. There's a lot of good lines. He, yeah, it was fine. Jericho deadpanned the whole thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, Vanguard 1 flies away. Deny. Uh, uh, he says, Chris get Jericho back over here, you son offered. of a bitch. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, cue Matt Hardy's music. He's on the upper deck and then teleports the second deck and the lower deck and then closer and closer and closer to the ring. It's got I was thinking power. to myself... There were a million ways they could have done this so that it was a bit more cinematic, but they went with the one that was the cheesiest. And it's just you put the camera down. You lock it down, yep. You lock it down. You put the guy in the foreground. But the problem is when you put somebody in the foreground, there's going to be little tweaks that you pay attention to because they just all they do is they just cut. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy goes down to this level. He goes over here. He goes over here. So he was teleporting back and forth. Eventually, he's uh, in the ring. And Jericho's like, how did you do that? And he said, don't worry about that. Yeah, he says he calls himself magic. Mm, yeah, that's right, because I'm magic. And then Jericho says, well, it is impressive, but this is my show. It's my company. It's the company that I built. Um, and uh, he says, uh, because of all that, uh, Jericho's the one that you should, should align with. Uh, Matt says, uh, well, I, 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 had, I owed a debt to the Young Bucks, the Bucks of Youth, and uh, that I had to repay. And also, I've seen Jericho's tyranny on AEW, mm-hmm. and in Matt's estimation, AEW is all about freedom. Mm-hmm. So he's there not only to repay a debt to the Young Bucks, he's he's there to fight off the tyranny of Chris Jericho. And then Jericho says, I can make you mad. I've made basically everybody in the inner circle, so many other people. I brought Mox to this company. I can make you too. Pleads with them to join the inner circle. Uh, Matt responds, says, uh, there's a new entity in my vessel. Um I may look the same on the outside, but I am not the Matt Hardy you knew. Damascus. Um, and Damascus is essentially perfect at creating violence. Near perfect, I think he said. Yeah. And Jericho says, uh, yeah, you might look a little different on the outside, but the inside, you're the same Matt Hardy. And Hardy goes, yeah, same with you. They brought up the, the idea of reinvention was prominently featured in this whole thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jer- Ed Hardy says, same about you, Jericho. You look different, but inside, you're sta- still the same horse's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jericho went on a, a, a bit about uh, how Matt Hardy's been living in everyone's shadow. <laughs> Matt Hardy Brother, at one point said, he said, he said, you're still a hole of ass. Oh, that's what it was, a hole of ass. Yeah, not a horse's ass, a hole of ass. <laughs> that's good. That was good. Um, yeah, and Jericho says, you've been living in your brother's shadow, the shadow of bad booking. Um and says, uh, I'll give you one more chance. Join. You're either inner circle or are you with the elite? And Marty Hardy says, delete. Delete. Jericho goes, no. Inner circle or elite. Delete. Elite. Inner circle. Elite. Delete. Elite. Delete. Elite. Delete. Elite. Delete. Elite. So that goes on and on. Yeah. And, and then Matt stuff. says, you know, the crowd will sing your song. They'll sing Judas. Uh, funny thing is, he says, Damascus, he knew Judas. He turned. He betrayed me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matt has a new song. I couldn't really make out the lyrics. No, it was. It was. They used to sing this in TNA. Okay. Uh, and uh, and it yeah. It's uh, it just says something like and you'll be obsolete. obsolete and then he yeah. says obsolete. Um, and then uh, and then uh, Jericho's like, well, why are you singing that? No one's gonna sing along. No one's gonna say your your stupid catchphrase. And Hardy's like, no, this venue is full of of, of essences and entities. I really like this bit. I mean, Matt Hardy is very creative, and I liked how he was like, you know, saying, "There's Abraham Lincoln, and there's a uh, I forget who else was there." Max said Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King was there, and so he'd have like a clever thing. He had a dream, and I do this, and uh, yeah, I I really Matt Hardy. I thought Matt Hardy, he's so man, he's got the character stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like he is like freaking method on this stuff, man. He knows mm-hmm. what he, he mm-hmm. knows what his character is all about. And I'm not saying Jericho doesn't, but it, there were, there were some moments in this that were like a tad awkward because I think what you're talking about, they just had to fill a lot of time. Yeah. There was a long segment. Yeah. A long segment. Anyway, so at the end, uh, Jericho slaps him. Mm-hmm. Matt slaps him back, knocks Jericho on his butt. 
And Jericho said something like, oh, you must be a new Matt Hardy because you knocked me down. Well, However, I know Magic yeah. 2, mm. Abracadabra, 3, 2, 1, Sammy attacks Matt from behind. Of course, Cody and Kenny were on commentary still uh, being great. They run down with chairs to make the save. Yeah. And then uh, Sammy and, and Jericho are on the ramp. They're like, hey, let's go back down. <laughs> Fire mm. right in their face. Yeah. So apparently, Matt is controlling the pyro. Yeah. Very Kane-esque. And yeah, wherever yes. they went... Like the little pyre, the little uh, columns, they had like fire coming out of them. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was good stuff. It was good. Uh, so there you go. Let's answer some questions. Yes. Good to answer some questions now. Uh, Gamer Realm, if they shut down the Performance Center at WB, do you think AEW will do the same or keep going? It depends. Um, it depends Performance exclusively sh- on, yeah. Shutdown was a county uh, order. Was a city? Um, was it a city thing or a county? No, it was county. It was Orange was County. It? Okay. Well, um and then, so if the state, whole state of Florida uh, has a lockdown, then of course, yeah, AEW will have to find a venue outside the state of Florida if there's any states at that point who haven't instituted some sort of stay-at-home or shelter-in-place order. Uh, let's see here. Brian Luckman with AEW putting on good shows with no fans. I don't know where that thing is coming from. Sorry. Uh, and WWE still looking like they're confused as to, ha- is this how AEW is going to get more casual fans and finally break that million milestone of viewers? No, I think everybody's sort of pausing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's going to matter is when the fans are allowed back in the arenas, who's going to put yeah. on the best. Yeah. Um, James Fletcher, what do you think of what Jericho said about chair shots in the Benoit doc saying you just gritted your teeth and tensed your shoulders? I haven't got to that point yet. Wait, what's that? What? James Fletcher, what do you think of what Jericho said about <laughs> chair shots? Okay, so yeah, he said, well, yeah, he just, well, what he just said, it was... Uh, Talking about how they took uh, chair shots of the head, like the documentary was. Uh, it was when they were obviously talking about CTE, mm-hmm. and they showed goddamn some vicious chair shots. And uh, and Jericho was like, "Yeah, you just you'd put your shoulders like this, you'd tense up, and you just you know you'd grit your teeth and you just get through it." Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was hard to hard, yeah. hard to think about that because then they would show the the chair shots, and it was sucks. Yeah, yeah. sucks, man. Like they yeah. showed, and I wonder. So, like, I think I don't remember if we did a tape trade or if we just watched it back at some point. But the JBL Eddie Guerrero match, mm-hmm. when he hits Guerrero with that, I haven't watched it back. I, I haven't watched it back in a while. But on Viceland, uh, on the in the documentary, Vice was able to get like footage of the Benoit Memorial, mm-hmm. uh, which is not on the network. Mm-mm. Uh, and there's one shot that I don't remember seeing when I watched back the JBL Eddie Guerrero match, and maybe it's in there, but I don't remember this being it being this graphic. The super bloody one. JBL, like he hits when he actually hits Guerrero, and he opens him up, and it like Guerrero go, he gets up, and you just see like the most grotesque spurt of blood come out. And I and that seems like something I would have remembered watching, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they if they if they nix that shot from the network. Oh, maybe because that is a grotesque. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. shot. It is bad. That's pretty bad. So yeah, yeah. I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow probably. Um, Dog Authority figure. Do you think anyone in AEW should switch up their moveset at all? Uh, Dog Authority figure figure thinks. Uh, the Judas Effect and Paradigm Shift don't look particularly impactful. I would have liked to see Mox adopt a new finisher when he went to AEW. Oh, I like I like both of those, to be honest with you. Like, the Judas Effect, I it took me a little while to get sold on, and I still sort of think it's a bit on the silly side. But people sell it like crazy, and he's getting better with it. And I think yeah. what it really, if you're not sold on it, watch the Darby Allen. Uh, I think it was the tag mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. When he comes, does a suicide dive and yeah, he hits yeah. it there. It was really cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting better at it. When he first did it to Kenny at uh, Double Nothing, you're like, that's it? Yeah, right. Because he, he didn't really torque it. Like, on, you see Andrade do his back elbow, you know, even before the one on Cedric this week. He looks like he just about takes people's heads off with it. Mm-hmm. And Jericho's not quite there, but he's getting closer. James Fletcher, do you think Benoit's kid will be able to wrestle in any company under his real last name, given the connotations that last name has? If he uh, ends up being any kind of a decent wrestler, I think he'll be okay. I think that things like, I think that the passage of time 
And I think things like this, this dark side of the ring doc is getting a lot of attention. I think people will be able to move past it. I don't think. Yeah, for he a, said as much. That's his goal is to wrestle. If as Ben with Benoit, yeah, he'll need to gain about fifty pounds because he's yeah. you know he's t- he's small. Yeah. Um. But you know, if he wants to do it and he ends up being a good wrestler, you know, more power to him. And I do think that plenty of promotions out there will take him. I think that there's no chance that he'll ever be able to wrestle with that name in the WWE. No. No. Um. And no. I think that AEW would probably if if. He ends up becoming a really good wrestler because they want good wrestlers. I think it's possible that they would take him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, however, think that his dad is ever going to get into the WWE Hall of Fame. No. That'll no. never, ever happen. Never happen. But in terms of, you know, could he wrestle with his name? I think at this point, yeah, I think so. I think people would understand the difference. Uh, production, prediction tag champ A.O. Worm. Do you guys like the Sister Abigail setup for the discus clothesline? No. I no. don't because of what you said. It's it doesn't flow doesn't, into his move. Doesn't flow. Doesn't flow. If it flowed into his move, if it flew, flowed into his move, it would be okay. But at the same time, I don't know if it's supposed to be a tribute to a guy that he liked or if it's supposed to be a swipe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Adrian C and K Fabe, why is Penelope Ford not hanging out with Kip Sabian in the trailer backstage with everyone else? Why would she not want to be with her man? Uh, it looked like a disaster back there. Yeah, there was all there was too much going Fights, on back there. Gambling and she was drinking. She was probably like this is not this is not for me. Yeah, or she's hooking up with her with her ex, the bad boy Joey Janela. Wow. Maybe. Uh, glorious Steve Klein. Hey, friendos. Hope all is well. Whose pictures would you have rooting for you in the crowd, and why? What drawings would you have? Rooting yeah, for you? what caricatures. I don't like a character, a bad character of my dog, Gypsy. Yeah, I'd get one of Zoe. Mm-hmm. That's good. My dad. Okay. I just have, and, like, the drawings of us. And uh, I'd have Hilton. this. I just have this. There you go. I'd have Hilton. Oh, you'd have Hilton? Yeah. You're going to lose. No, because that would make me want to do a lot of spite. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's the other way. Okay. Yeah. Not motivation in terms of the uh, inspiring motivation Spike. via negativity. Yes. The Steve Klein again. What's your favorite piece of AEW merch? I don't think I have any. My Joey Janela shirt is Janella really shirt, yeah. comfortable. Yeah. I don't think I have any yet. Um, Thomas Dunnigan. Oh, could that sneezing part during the Brody Lee segment be a jab towards events? 100%. 1,000%. Thomas Dunnigan also from 1 to 10. How good did that steak look? It's been a while since I've had a steak, so it looked really good. 11. To me, it looked really good. I was like, man. Fantastic. I may be quite hungry. That's a Vince-level steak. Yeah. Didn't AEW say they weren't going to focus on characters? Half the wrestlers are are characters. Did they actually ever say they were going to focus on characters? That was a lot of supposition. They're going to be more sports-oriented. I like characters. Freaking pro. What is pro wrestling without characters, man? Give me characters all day long. Yeah. I love characters. Yeah, characters are good. Gives me something to care about. Anyway. Personality to latch on to. Absolutely. You know, I can relate to them, and they won't be obsolete. All right, anyways, that's it for the show. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait a second. I want to give some shout-outs here in our live Twitch stream. Uh, Let's see here. Starting from the bottom, and we'll go to the top. Brew Crew Bomber, thank you very much for the sub. Uh, Let's see here. Also, uh, Weathered Souls says, I'm now officially out of work until at least May. What are your favorite matches I should watch? Well, uh, hopefully you, uh, you're you okay and you're on your feet being out mm-hmm. of work until May. Mm-hmm. Good luck with all that. Uh, what are you, Larson, what's your favorite match that you would recommend to Weathered Souls? Uh, end of an era match. Watch that. That's good. Uh, either or both of the Shawn Michaels Undertaker WrestleMania matches. Watch the entirety of Wrestle Kingdom 2017. Um, watch uh, Survivor Series 98. Have you watched that recently? No. Does that hold up? I don't know. I wonder if it holds up. Don't know. Uh, Stevie Bradley, the Enforcer, hitting us with the sub. Thank you. Enforcer. Stay at home, y'all. Yeah. Sir Wedgie uh, hitting us with the sub. Says hype. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, man, we're at 102 subs. So thanks, everybody, for your support. We definitely appreciate it. 
Check out bonus episodes over there on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, till next time tomorrow, uh, we'll have our NXT review. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.